Sports World. What's happening? Chris Dell here from the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS. Here to bring you our NFL Week 6 quick picks and a happy Week 6 of the NFL season to you. And without further ado, sitting here with the Godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer and NFL insider here to break down the week's picks against the spread and jumping off to potentially the best game on paper this weekend. Two 4-1 teams tonight. Going off Thursday night football, Philadelphia Eagles at the Red Hot Carolina Panthers. Upset special to start off the week, baby. People are saying Philly on on a short week this week, traveling on the road. I say Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Cam Newton despite the last couple weeks. Philadelphia Eagles have enough firepower on offense to pull up this upset on the road. Philadelphia 27, Carolina 26. What say you, Mr. Allen Dell? Start it off, man. Well, a visiting team Thursday night games since after the first Thursday night game of the season have won three out of four, but I still like Carolina. Their offense has caught up with their defense, which has been the best in the league. Cam's rolling. I like Carolina 21-17. Oh, so just enough to cover the spread there. And uh, Panthers by three at home favored uh, by Vegas Insider. That's what we're going off of. If you want to follow our picks against the spread, also feel free to call in and submit your picks to us. So jumping into the next game. So I got the Eagles over the Panthers. You got the Panthers covering the spread. We'll see what happens there. How about the next game on Sunday? Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Texans favored by nine and a half points in this one. Deshaun Watson just completely on fire. Uh, 10 touchdowns in the last two weeks. I think the Chiefs have, uh, I'm sorry, I think the Texans have put up a combined uh, 90 plus points in the last two weeks against the Chiefs and the, um, who it was they played before, a division uh, opponent before uh, that that past week. So uh, without further ado, we're jumping into that game. I think the Houston's going to, the Houston Texans are going to continue to roll in this one. I think Watson continu- continues to find his guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller having a big year, already three touchdowns in two games. Uh, give me the Texans in a big win, 30-13 to, to easily cover the spread. What say you? Yeah, Houston's hurting on defense. They lost J.J. Watt, but Deshaun Watson is rolling. He's the hottest quarterback in the league right now. Cleveland is a total mess. They don't know who their quarterback is. Houston rolls 30-14. to 14. Okay, and then how about a divisional contest and rivalry game here? I think if you would have started off the season, people were saying the Patriots would be 5-0 and and the Jets would be 0-5 at this point. Well, you thought wrong, folks. Both teams sitting at 3-2, and tied in a three-way tie atop the AFC East division. I think the Patriots, man, I, I think they're going to win this game on the road. I, I think that uh, the, the injuries to the running backs on the Jets' side could, could slow them down on offense a little bit with Matt Forte and Bilal Powell being banged up. They're going to be out to rely on the rookie running back, Elijah McGuire. And you know Bill Belichick knows how to scheme against those rookies. Um, I think the Jets do enough to cover the spread, but Patriots 29-21. Wow, you must have read my notes. Uh, New England's defense showed a lot of improvement last week against the Bucks. Yeah, they're the Bucks, and they're inconsistent as you can be. Uh, I like the Jets covering the spread, but I like New England winning 28-20. Oh, there you go, another eight-point win. So close scores on that one. Uh, New England favored by nine and a half points in that one, so we need to win by ten points to cover the spread. Uh, jumping into another AFC, the bottom dwellers of the AFC East right now, the Miami Dolphins, although they're still 2-2 two and two, as bad as they played at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons coming off a bye, which the Dolphins just don't have at all this year, neither do the Bucks. But Atlanta Falcons at home, 11.5-point favorites at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I think Matt Ryan goes off. You're looking at home teams coming off the bye uh, that are favored against the spread, typically tend to do well. 
Uh, Atlanta Falcons, I got them big in another big uh, uh, victory. Uh, talked about the Houston big win before, but Atlanta 34, Miami 16. Atlanta wins by 18 points in this one. Way, plenty of enough to cover the spread. What say you, Mr. Allendale? You know, I, I see Atlanta winning, but but if you're going to count the spread, I got to go with Miami. I see a 30 to 21 victory for Atlanta. Their their offense has been a little inconsistent this year. They, with two running backs, sometimes it gets a little jammed up there. But Atlanta will win, but Miami will cover the spread. So. Uh, look, look for Atlanta to rely heavily on the running backs this week with injuries to Muhammad Sanu and Julio Jones. And I, I just can't see the Miami Dolphins putting up 21 points with the way the offensive line's struggling. Maybe they get a, a, a little boost of energy now that they're going to be replacing an uh, offensive line uh, coach as well. Uh, we're going to be jumping into the next game, Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints, coming up in Part 2 of our NFL Week 6 Quick Pick. Stay tuned, folks. Welcome back, Sports World, to Part 2 of our NFL Week 6 Quick Picks presented by Family Feud Sports on Go Baller FFS. And jumping in to a really exciting game and a potential shootout here, Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by five points at home in this one. I think that spread's grown a little bit over the last week. Uh, I got New Orleans in a tight one. Another uh, favorite at home coming off the bye. Uh, I, I think that they don't cover the spread, but I think they do enough to win this game. Detroit's just been suffering some close uh, losses this year, tough ones in the back-to-back weeks of the Panthers and Falcons, but another tough loss for the Lions. We'll see if Stafford can uh, get the get your boys back on track. What say you? Drew, Bl- Drew Brees is great at home. The, t- the Lions have had trouble covering the tight end, so I expect a big, big game from Colby Fleener. Uh, New Orleans will win, but Detroit will make it close, and then they'll cover the spread. So I like the Saints winning 31-27. All right, there you go. Looks like another four-point victory. I got a two-point victory there. So Lions covering the spread. How about uh, the Green Bay Packers going on the road? Another uh, division game here. Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. Packers actually favored by three on the road here. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been on fire. Uh, another M- MVP candidate type of season for him. I got the Packers winning in a high-scoring game, 30-22. to 22. I know they're banged up at running back with Ty Montgomery still with the rib injury, but the rookie Aaron Jones stepping in and looking nice, filling those shoes. Uh, Packers, a lot of weapons on offense. Jordy Nelson healthy. What say you, Mr. Allen? I don't think it matters who starts a quarterback for the Vikings in this one. Not not enough to keep up with that Packer offense. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. Sorry, Kansas City uh, fans. Uh, sorry, Tom Brady fans. He's on fire. He's got the best talent. Uh, Minnesota is struggling a quarterback. Bradford, as we know, shouldn't have even played last week, but he did. And uh, it was a mistake. Uh, Green Bay wins uh, 24-17, covers the spread. All right, so you're looking at the uh, Vikings 2-1 and one at home and Packers 1-1 one and one on the road, so it could be a close one there, but I think the Packers are enough to cover the spread there too. So moving on to the next game, Chicago Bears at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens favored by 6.5 points at home in this one, and yet another close game. I'm just seeing uh, w- you know, with these type of matchups this week, a lot of potential close games going down to the wire in the fourth quarter, potential last drive games. Trubisky showed some upside in that game last week, making his debut Monday Night Football against the Giants. I think he does enough to play well again, but not enough to get the win, perhaps. How about Baltimore in a close one, 21-17? Defense has been playing really well, does enough to contain Trubisky and eke out with a four-point win. What say you? Yeah, Joe Flacco came off his deathbed for a, a brief period last week. That's all he has to do against Chicago. Trubisky might be a really good quarterback someday, but it won't be this Sunday. Baltimore 17-10. 
All right, so you're looking at the Baltimore Ravens, their potential to move to 4-2 and two on the season. I mean, they've allowed 97 points, not not typically great, but uh, have, played, uh, have played against some higher-scoring teams than the Bears have, and Bears haven't played overall really well on the road this season. Um, San Francisco 49ers at the Washington Redskins. Redskins favored by a whopping 10 points at home in this one. And uh, just another game continuing the trend. San Francisco's actually covered the spread, I think, in three out of four or four out of their five last games uh, being the underdog. So I think that the San Francisco 49ers, another close loss in this one, maybe not a field goal type of loss, but I got Washington 28-19, to nine-point win, but not enough to cover the spread in this one. What say you, Mr. Allendale? Yeah, San Francisco has lost more close games than any team in the league, I believe, by a combined 11 points. I see Washington winning, but I see another close game. So San Francisco will cover. Washington wins 21-17. All right, how about the Los Angeles Rams at the Jacksonville Jaguars? Jaguars favored by two and a half points at home. I think the Rams are a better football team. Even though they lost last week to Seattle, they were at home in that one. But that's just a tough division type of game, and, and Pete Carroll brings his A game for those types of matchups. Uh, Jacksonville has been impressive, but let's see them do it in back-to-back weeks. Is this really an upset? I got the Rams at home. I'm, I'm sorry, I got the Rams winning at Jacksonville 24-18. Yeah, I like the Rams 21-17. Jared Goff will do a lot better than he did last week, and Gurley kind of faded out last week. I think both of those guys will be hard to contain. Jacksonville defense has played well, but I can't. I don't think they can do this two weeks in a row. So. Well, Jacksonville defense very weak against the run, uh, but, but very tough against the pass. So we'll see if the the Rams is a get good game for Gurley, who struggled last week, but has really been on fire when you're looking at overall this season in five games. Uh, moving into the rest of our NFL week uh, six quick picks coming up soon. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the final segment of our NFL Week 6 Quick Picks presented by Family Feud Sports on the Go Baller FFS station. Call into our station here on Anchor. Let us know what your picks are. If you disagree or agree with any of our picks between myself and the godfather, Mr. Allen Dell, we're going to jump right back into things. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team you covered for oh so many years, actually started off as an underdog in this game. Uh, when the Lions came out earlier in the week, Arizona was favored by one at home, but now the Tampa Bay Bucks favored by one and a half on the road going into Arizona facing your boy Carson Palmer. Um, you know, prone to turnovers, definitely Palmer in the Arizona offense, but the big signing uh, this week or the big trade for them landing Adrian Peterson. So we'll see if that offense gives them a boost, uh, getting AP in that backfield. I still got the Bucks in this one either way with, with AP or not, with Chris Johnson in that backfield who they cut this week. Tampa Bay 23-20. I think their new field goal kicker gets it done this week. Well, the Bucks are starting to look like the Bucks of what we've seen recently. Just another disappointing team. All these fans were talking about playoffs and so forth. They were inconsistent. Jameis Winston has been inconsistent. They're banged up on defense. Some guys might come back, but they're still not totally healthy. They had a trouble with Arizona last year. I see Arizona winning 20-16. to 16. Oh, wow. I mean, the Tampa Bay Bucks were a couple field goals away and, and uh, a choke job away from Nick Foe from beating the Patriots last week. So I don't know if I, I'm going to give up on the Bucks season you know, all too quickly because they could be easily 3-1. Um, I, I, I think the Bucks win that game on the road. How about Pittsburgh Steelers at the Kansas City Chiefs? Chiefs favored by 4.5 in this game. Chiefs uh, opened up favored by 3, so a lot of betting on their side. I think the Chiefs take care of business. I, I see the potential for a quote-unquote trap game, and I think that's a kind of a trendy pick right now. But uh, Kansas City rolls big in this one, 35-17. to 17. Big Ben maybe throws a couple touchdowns and limits the interceptions, but just not enough on the road. 
Steelers are just notoriously bad on the road in terms of offensive production the last few years with Big Ben at the helm. Not enough, man. What, what, what say you? Well, I think Ben will uh, recover from last week when he threw his five interceptions. I think he'll have a really good game. I look at Kansas City as the Roman Empire before it fell. The day that Kareem gets Kareem Hunt gets hurt, if he gets hurt, that's the end of Alex Smith. He's been keeping Alex Smith looking a lot better than he really is. Kansas City will fall one of these days. Uh, I've seen them do this before. I just don't like their overall scheme. We'll see what happens. But I'm going to pick. I'm going to say Pittsburgh's going to come alive in this game. Uh, they're going to win it for Mike Tomlin, if anything else. So I'm going. To, I'm, I'm picking Pittsburgh 24-21. Uh, so I guess it's just the the mental type of game coming back from when, when you're at complete rock bottom for the Steelers. It seems like, but. Um, you know, bad losses to them against the Bears and the Jaguars this season. Moving on from that, how about the Los Angeles Chargers at the Oakland Raiders? Battle between two California teams here. Raiders, looks like they'll have Derek Carr for this one. At least it seems so, so far this week. Uh, Raiders favored by three at home in this one. If Derek Carr gets the start, I'm inclined to get to pick them to win in this game and to cover the three-point spread. But let's say he's banged up or, or maybe 80% at best and he gets dinged and EJ Manuel goes in. I think that really limits their potential on offense. I got the Chargers in an upset in this one, 19-13, coming off their win, back-to-back victories. Phillip Rivers, your boy, coming back strong. Yeah, this is for the... Uh... The California State Championship since San Francisco's out of it. Uh, Marshawn Lynch has been complaining. Don't forget about the Rams, though. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I did. Marshawn Lynch has been complaining. He hasn't gotten the ball enough, but he hasn't been very productive after that first game. Uh, without Derek Carr, I, I can't see Oakland generating much offense. Phillip Rivers can generate offense at any time. He also can throw a lot of picks, but I like the Chargers winning 27-24. Oh, it's another upset special. New York Giants Sunday night at the Denver Broncos. People are just loading up on the Broncos in this one. 12-point favorites at home. I, I just think this is the type of game where, where no expectations at all on Eli Manning. He some, somehow pulls it out, throwing dink and dunk passes to the running backs, throwing to his second-string tight end, whatever they got to do. Denver's offense has been a little inconsistent this year with Trevor Simeon at the helm. Uh, I, I think the Giants do enough to potentially make this a close game. I got Denver winning 28-17, not enough to cover the spread. Uh, you must be drinking some Kool-Aid. Uh, drinking that Gi- good Kool-Aid, man. Giants are a complete mess. Ben McAdoo, the head coach, is a complete mess. I think Denver rolls 31-14. All right, big win for Denver for you, enough to cover the spread. How about the Colts at the Tennessee Titans? That's our Monday night game. We're going to break that down here on a bonus segment, our NFL Week 6 Quick Picks. We'll be right back. Sports World, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Our NFL Week 6 Quick Picks. And here to break down our Monday night football game, sitting next to the godfather, Mr. Allen Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and without further ado, a divisional game and, and really a game that people would have looked at before the season started, that this could be a matchup of marquee quarterbacks and t- two of the best uh, you know, quarterbacks of the NFL's future for the next 10 to 20 years, talking about Andrew Luck and Marcus Mariota. But both uh, seemingly could not play this Monday night, uh, which could leave it between a battle uh, between Matt Castle and Jacoby Brissett. Uh, if that's the case, I think the Colts have shown to be a better football team in the last couple of weeks, actually keeping it consistent. Um, you know, they're actually a surprising two and three on the season uh, without Andrew Luck, and who knows when he's going to come back. The Titans just really looking like a team in shambles right now, not blocking well on the offensive line, no open lanes for DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry struggling. 
Uh, if Mariota plays, I give the edge to Tennessee. It's a push them, it's a pick them, uh, push type of game. Um, but if, if Mariota's not in there uh, starting for the entire game, I, I think the Colts take care of business. So let's say Mariota's questionable now. I, I say with him not playing, I got the Colts 21-20. If not, then let's say Tennessee wins 23-20 well, in this you gotta one. you got to pick one of them or another, so make it yeah, right, right now i got the Colts 21-20 in this one. Okay. Well, the Colts have some weapons. Marlon Mack, my guy from USF, he's looking great. I think he's the heir, heir apparent to be the uh, premier running back, the workers running back for the Colts. I still like Jacoby Brissett. He's learning. He's a rookie. And if he can't make it with the Colts, he might be with some other team. Uh, you're right about Marcus Mariota. I, I think he's going to play. Uh, of course, he'll make a big difference, but they still have the Marco Murray. They're home. They're hungry. To, and they need to win because they're, they're supposed to be better than this. So I like Tennessee 20-16. to 16. Uh, Andrew Luck, you won't see him again for the rest of the year. You heard it first year. But this is the I, I, I agree with you. I drafted him in the 10th round of our fantasy league, and I dropped him a few weeks later because it doesn't seem like they're bringing him back. Look at this division, the AFC South. Jacksonville Jaguars are 3-2. and two. And then there's a three-way tie for second. Two and three, you got the Texans, the Titans, and the Colts all sitting at two and three. Texans, the team with the upside on offense. Jags, the team with the upside on defense. Um, I, I don't really know what to make of the rest. I mean, this could be a shootout type of game because the defenses have been so poor. The Colts have allowed 159 points in the NFL. That's most in the NFL. Titans are tied for second. So these are the top two teams in terms of allowing the most points. Overall, you're talking about literally... 301 points allowed combined between these two teams. Colts have lost uh, Colts all their games combined. They're losing by 62 points. Titans are losing by 32 points. So really, like, who's going to get back on track in this one? I thought the Tennessee Titans were a playoff team. A lot of people were picking them as a dark horse playoff contender in the AFC. I just don't see that at all, even though I, I, I got it. I kind of I kind of got why people were saying that. Um, they just haven't shown it yet, and you got to show it on the field, man. So this could, this is a, you know could be a snooze ball type of game Monday night. Uh, maybe not as good a ratings, you know, as our Thursday night game tonight between the Eagles and the Panthers. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens with Marcus Mariota. And I think looking at the rest of the uh, NFL uh, standings and and looking at the uh, playoff race, right? We're five weeks in, going on six weeks. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be sitting here halfway through the 2017. NFL season and, and right now the New York Jets are a wild card team I, mean, they, I don't think anyone would have thought that you got the Baltimore Ravens and Patriots at three and two behind them I know there's tiebreakers and we're still super early into the season but man that, that's crazy and I would have never imagined it and then obviously the Los Angeles Rams and what they're doing you know they're not in the playoff race as it stands today but still tie for first place in their division what any surprises anything jumping out of you uh, look at looking at the NFL after five weeks now. Well, the thing that sticks out for me are the New York Giants. I mean, zero and five, uh, just ridiculous. They they were they were figured to be a contender this year. I blame everything on Ben McAdoo. I think he's done a terrible job. He's I think he's shown a complete inability to communicate with his players, particularly with his most recent suspension of Dominique Rogers Camardi, uh, and he had trouble with Odell Beckham. He can't control him either. So. Uh, the Giants don't like the fire coaches, uh, and certainly during the season, but this time I, I think they're really justified. You want to let them ride out the rest of the year, go ahead. But uh, they need a new coach. Maybe they need a new quarterback, too. Maybe get rid of trade uh, Eli to a contender. Maybe get something back and start building for the future. So How about Eli to Jacksonville? I've heard that rumor floating yeah. around a few Giants times Giants are recently. the biggest disappointment right now in the NFL, hands down, no question about it. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Family Feud Sports on the Go Baller FFS station. Peace out.